right, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of Cut the Shit, Get Fit. I'm your host, Rafal Machevsky, and today I am going solo once again. And I am super excited today, especially because we are on our way to episode 200, as today is episode 161. I am super, super excited because when I first started this project, I couldn't like fathom the idea of hitting 200, and here I am today, almost getting to that point. So I want to thank each and every single one of you supporting the show, supporting me, and I just want to thank all of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So today... Like every single episode, I gotta do shoutouts because I am super excited with this next top. You know, I'm gonna do top five because it's everywhere. <laughs> so my new number one city is Chicago, Illinois. Shout out to everybody in Chicago. And number two, this is crazy, and I'm probably gonna mispronounce this, so I apologize to everyone in Kampala, Uganda. Damn, Uganda, that is amazing that my podcast has reached that far into the world. Thank you, everyone who's listening in Uganda. Number three, oh man, I hope I don't screw this up, is Moo Rule Bark in Australia. Shout out to everybody in Australia listening to my show. And number four, which I'm excited about, is Dublin, Ireland. If you guys have been listening to my show for a while, you know that... Probably almost a year ago, I had a layover in Dublin for about 18 hours, and it was one of my favorite cities I got to see so quickly, and damn, I want to go back there and just explore some more. So shout out to everybody in Dublin. And the next one, man, I hate complicated names of cities. Um, this next one is Lucerin in Switzerland. I really hope I did not screw that up. So whoever is in Switzerland listening right now, please message me on Facebook or Instagram and tell me how to pronounce that city. So without further ado, let's get into this episode and talk about keeping a balance in your life. So a big big, big mistake that I see a lot that people do is going down the rabbit hole of, hey, I'm going to get this fitness and health thing a try, and I'm going to do a complete 180 degree change in my lifestyle and cut everybody out of my life, cut every single thing that I like about my life and food and live this horrible chicken and broccoli in containers and working out every single day of my life. I've seen it happen and you do not want to go down this rabbit hole because you can only do it for so long and if you're one of those rare people that catches on and changes, you will down the road wake up and like be in a state of what the fuck did I do with my life and you might have some weird withdrawal, you might get into some sort of eating disorder you might get into some really nasty stuff so there's fitness and health is a double edged sword that's the best way to describe it so you know 
I'm very fortunate to work in a gym environment where a lot of new people come into play. And I get really excited when they, you know, start following my stuff or they read a blog that I wrote for my gym and they're like, man, I really need to hear this. And, you know, even people who've been in the industry for a while, like coaches, sometimes they forget that the basics is all you need. And, you know, that's kind of my theme, I think, for this past year on my podcast is always going back to the basics because that's what you really need to do. You don't need any advanced stuff, but for some reason, people just don't get it. Um, So I had this conversation with this brand new um, client at our gym where she came in for her first class and I could tell that she just was super motivated to... um, you know, get things started and change your whole life. And, you know, I asked her a simple question, like, you know, how many days a week are you planning to, you know, come to the gym? And she was just saying how she was planning to come in four to time, four to five times uh, a week, which is great. But I had to educate her on the fact that, you know, is that sustainable for a long period of time? And the best advice I give to people is, you know, don't look at fitness and health as a, you know, how much can I fit into eight weeks where I'm super consistent, whereas, you know, look at it as a lifestyle change and go with baby steps. And this is exactly what I told her. I'm like, go think of this whole fitness and health thing as a marathon and not a sprint. You know, I've said this a bunch of times before, but I think people really need to hear it because, In order, like, think about it. If you were coming from nothing and you got all this motivation, you're super excited to get started, which is great, but do you really have the time to carve out, you know, five days a week? Is something else going to be pushed aside for you to do this new thing? And, you know, I always go back to one of the books I read where, you know, if it's not a hell yes, then it's a no. A lot of us say yes to so many different things, and then we get to a point where we're like, holy shit, why am I doing so much? And I don't even have time to like sit down and really enjoy life. And sometimes when people get into this health and fitness trend, they'll cut out so many things out of their life, and it hinders the relationships around them. You know, I've seen firsthand where, you know, I'm training a spouse and they get really into fitness and health and they're doing really well. Their spouse is not so supportive. One gets jealous than the other and then they end up splitting. Like I've seen this happen. And I think just like anything in life, if you take it one step at a time and start off slow and slowly, slowly introduce you know, something new in your life, you probably have a higher chance of completing it and holding on to it for a long period of time. And I can almost make a connection to, you know, this issue we've been having in the industry where parents are trying to live through their kids by putting them into sports and really, really pushing them to become professional or play at a very high level to the point where the kid gets so sick of that sport because that's all he or she's been doing for years and years and when it comes time to 
you know, maybe go play the pros, they're like, man, I don't really want to do it anymore. Right? So think about if you got so obsessive about fitness and health that all the people around you are now like, okay, this is your only thing you're doing in your life. Like maybe you don't have time for me anymore. You know, yes, it's good to be selfish sometimes, especially when it comes to your health, but not to a point where you get obsessive about it and it affects all the people around you. Now, there is a thing where, you know, I've said before on my show where you want to kind of audit your life and audit also the people that you spend the most time with in your circle and see if they're actually a value or asset to your life. You know, if you have, you know, loser friends that complain about every little thing, they, you know, all they do is go out and drink and complain some more, maybe that's not, you know, benefiting your life. But if you have someone like a spouse, a friend, coworker that is fully supportive of you and all they ask in return is some time from you, but you're pushing those people aside, you might end up going on the solo train. And, you know, there's more to fitness and health than just looking good. You know, you can get really obsessive of your body and get to a point where you're already so lean and you look amazing and you still are not happy with it. And this is kind of like the darker side of fitness that a lot of people don't know. Is like you start on good intentions. You just want to move better, feel better. You start losing weight. Then you're like starting to notice, you know, your results. And you're like, oh, wow, this is amazing. And that feeling gets really addictive. And it can just be any other like, you know, addiction out there. And it gets worse and worse. And you just go down a dark rabbit hole and you don't want to do that. Whereas you need to start off a little bit slower. So with this client that I have in mind, you know, I told her that's great that you want to start four to five days a week, but you also have to be realistic with yourself and ask yourself this question. Can you do that for the rest of your life? And when she looked at me, she's like, you know, maybe not. And I'm like, okay, I'm happy you realize that. So you got to think of this. And I've told this story before, but for those who don't remember, you know, I tell everyone I am the worst salesman in the world. I literally had a guy come in and tell me, I want to train with you five days a week. And, you know, a lot of coaches out there in their head, they're like, holy shit, five days a week. That's this much money. This is how much I'm going to get, I'm going to get per month and per year, blah, 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 blah. Yes, that's all great and dandy. But is that really going to serve the client the best? So I asked the person, awesome, I'm really excited to start working with you. When was the last time you trained five days a week on your own? And the guy said, never. I'm like, okay, well, don't you think it might be a little bit better to keep you around longer term if we just started with one day a week? And I could already tell when this guy realized that in his head that like all this pressure came off his shoulders and he was like, oh, Okay, well, maybe I will have a higher chance. And the same individual eventually goes, you know, trains with me one day a week. It's part of their life. It's not too much. And then he goes, you know what? I think I'm ready for two days a week. I'm like, awesome. And then this person stays with the coach, which is me, for a longer period of time. And now that person can balance his life a little bit better than always going to the gym and neglecting other things in his life. So you really got to pay attention to the small little details and the minutiae that you don't think is actually important, but it's 
actually right there in front of you. Sometimes you can be so blind and, you know, you'll just miss quite a bit of stuff that you don't think is important, but to everyone around you might see a little differently. So I highly, highly recommend that, you know, if you are a fitness enthusiast or someone just interested in moving and feeling better and you have this idea in your head that you have to work out every single day and eat perfectly and have this lifestyle that you've made up in your head that you think every person on Instagram is doing, you're wrong. You know, you need to find your own path. Right? It's not what you see online that makes you successful. It's the stuff that you don't see. You know, an example I like to bring up to people is that, you know, when Instagram got bought out by Facebook for like $1.3 billion, everyone's like, oh my God, I need to get into the tech world. I need to build my own app. I'm going to make a lot of money. But a lot of people didn't see or even hear that, you know, the guy who created Instagram was programming that thing for like eight years before he got that big payday. So it's really, like, translatable to fitness and health. Rather than, like, trying to jump on some ketogenic diet trend, some paleo diet trend, you need to put in the work. There's no easy way to do this stuff. And you having this idea that, you know, starting five days a week for two months before you're like, fuck it, I don't have time for my family, I don't have time for my job, I don't have time to always cook, and then going, you know, on a hiatus for a year before you try that shit again, it's not really going to help you in the long run. Whereas if you start off with the little baby steps, and like, I tell this to every new person I, I meet, like, you would be surprised how much you can accomplish with one workout per week and never miss it for an entire year. I've seen amazing things in my clients over the years who've done that. I've seen amazing things with one client in particular in my head that's been seeing me one day a week for 30 minutes, but has never missed a day ever with me. That's the difference. That's the thing that you got to think about. And now if you're thinking about this how I am, you know, giving away one to two hours a week of your life compared to five hours a week of training, and you don't include the time that you have to drive there, drive back, get ready, shower, whatever, also prep meals, like it adds up, right? Wouldn't it be easier if you just put away one hour a week and stay consistent with that no matter what? That's the game changer. And I want everyone to know that there's more to life than always worrying about your macros. Should I be doing carb cycling? Should I be watching how much sugar I'm taking it? How much salt should I be eating per day? No. Stick to the basics. Find balance in your life. And you will truly, truly be successful at this health and fitness game. It's all about patience and consistency. I've said this over and over again, but people miss it. I don't understand why. And if I could figure that out, I'd probably be really, really wealthy. But remember, patience and consistency, and you will find the balance in your life, and you will be successful. So I'm going to leave it at that. Hopefully I didn't ramble too much. Hopefully you got something out of it. And again, feel free to add me on Facebook because I will message you back. And I've seen after my last solo episode when I was in Alberta and I said that a lot of you actually added me on Facebook 
and I guarantee every single one of you got a message from me and we started chatting a little bit. So shout out to all those people who actually took the initiative to add me on Facebook and chat with me a little bit and give me some insight on, you know, what they like about the show and what I should add or what I should talk about. So shout out to those guys. And for all you other listeners who haven't done so already, add me on Facebook, add me on Instagram and send me a message and I will say hello back and have a conversation with you. And if you haven't done so already, you should sign up to the Cut to Shit Get Fit newsletter, which the link will be provided in the show notes. And I want to thank every single one of you who've been listening to my show since day one. And thank you to the new top cities. Sorry for the butchering of the names. And again, message me and tell me how to pronounce it correctly so I can do it next time. And that is it for me. Until next week, you guys, I will continue giving you the best fitness, health, and nutrition info out there, and good luck.